You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. And, and Rob Hollis. There it's weird go. to say your own name. Is I don't it? know how you do it every, uh, every you week. You just have to really hate yourself. Yeah. Like I do. I pretend I love myself, Rob. Well, or you really love yourself. No, and you I like think, to you know say what? I'm learning to like myself more. I wake up now and I'm just going like, I'm grateful. I do that. You know, we do that. We, You guys should try this. This is kind of behavioral therapy, but Chris Sullivan from This Is Us, most mornings we text each other the first thing we wake up, no matter how shitty you feel, if your your kid takes a dump on your floor like Rob's did a couple of weeks ago, or my dog steps in shit and it tracks all over the house, you just are grateful. We say, Rob, I'm grateful for you as a friend. Yeah, I'm going to find three things. Um, I'm grateful for you to get me to do this uh, podcast, even though it, we, you know it's too much work. I'm grateful for <laughs> he just shook his head. I'm grateful for Chris Sullivan. I'm I'm grateful for friends and family and 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 to be able to be alive. I think that's the most important thing. But it feels good to just say that. It feels corny, like oh, I'm not doing that. And then when you do, it, you're like, hey, I just made someone feel good. I feel good. I think it's important. You like what we do it's that? It's nice to be positive. Hey, uh, today's guest is uh, a good friend of mine. He was one of the first guys to get me to do stand up comedy, besides Harlem Williams and Bobby Lee and Swartzen. This guy, Joe Coy. Uh, I love Joe Coy. Joe Coy sells out crowds like all over the world. His, his Netflix special's killing it. He's doing another Netflix special. But look, it gets emotional, guys. And I didn't know it was getting emotional. And it just happened. It's not the emotional you'll think about, like when you think about someone telling a tragic story. This is a different kind of emotion. I got a little bit of that in this one, too, though. We do have that. But this is, a, this is a, you know, he's a beautiful man. And he's... Uh, it's an open book. He's an open book, and we talk about everything. So if you're a Joe Coy fan, if you're a fan of life, if you are you like comedy, you like great happy endings and good stories, this is the podcast to listen to. Let's get inside of Joe Coy. It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Do you eat like shit? Because you seem like you're in shape. Do I? Mm -hmm. I grabbed you. Um, well, we hugged each other. I didn't grab you. You're rock hard. I, I am. Your shoulders were very firm, strong, and yeah. uh, def defined. I do dips and uh, push-ups. That's all I do. Every day? Um, no. But I mean enough. Enough to where when you hugged me. Have you ever hugged somebody and they feel a little softer than you thought? What like their face looks harder, and then you hug them, and it's soft. Like there's a very stern face, yeah. and then a very feminine feeling body. You know what I mean? Like it just. Are you insinuating felt... something? Because you keep going on and staring at me and my body. Well, because you're you're a little softer. You're than a little. You look. But your face is very hard. Hard. <laughs> your face is hard. So you came in here with a hoodie, and I was like, you're like, hey, I'm wearing a hoodie. I'm not pretentious. You're like, but I, I was wearing a CPAP. Okay, I is wear it a CPAP or a pack? CPAP. Okay, Pap. is it for snoring or is it for apnea? It's and, for apnea. And are apnea and snoring the same thing? It's uh, It falls in the uh, same category. Have you ever had a... It's disgusting. Have you ever had a CPAP smear? I had one. And what? I had infected. <laughs> yeah, that's what the doctor said. He said it's infected. Now, you're married. The whole mask between my legs. <laughs> I go, are you sure that's supposed to go there? He goes, just breathe. I, I, through my ass? Why do I have he a said, visual? just breathe. I don't even think he was a real doctor. <laughs> yeah, I don't he, either. He just had that stethoscope. <laughs> that's it? I believed him. Are you sure it wasn't Halloween? Anyone with a stethoscope? Oh, fuck, it was. It was Halloween. It was a Halloween party. It was party. me. I really, I, I was a doctor for Halloween yeah. once. I wonder if it was me. <laughs> that was you. Yeah, and you, I kept breathing. You care if Rob takes a couple pictures of oh. us? Of you know. eating your peanut butter and jelly? He'll, he'll make sure they're good shots. I know, but look at me. <laughs> I'll tell you. I mean, people, are the marks still there? We've explained. Let me see. I'm not going to show you. Well, let me see. Let me see the marks. He's not going to take a picture if they're the marks. I won't. Anyone that, that has sleep apnea knows what I'm talking about. You wear the mask and you strap it on tight because you don't want it to come off. But then you wake up with these lines on your face. I look like Bane when he takes the mask off and the straps are still there. The strap indentions are still there. Well, I've learned now, if you look around, I have most of my iconic stuff is from horror movies. You see, yeah, I, I see that. Can you name which a, I can understand why? Because you're, yeah, you're pretty I, fucked up. You, I think you, you, you say it with being funny, but I think you think, you know, you know, I'm a little fucked 100%. up. One hundred percent. I'm not trying to be funny. You're fucked up. Yeah. Why is that? You're fucked up. You're deep. You're very. You're dark. Am I dark? Have people said that to you? I don't think I'm, I mean, dark. I think I go to some dark places on my own, in my own head. Yeah. But do you think anything's wrong with you? You seem like you really have a, 
Like you just know who you are. You know what you're doing. You don't, you, you're not, you're, you're, and you're fearless. Why are you so fearless? How do I get some of that? You have it. What are you talking about? I have, I think I had it and I have it at moments. I forget I have it and I, I think about it too much. Mm. You're in your head. I'm in my head too much. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm thinking about doing drugs. No, you're not. When you do drugs, you're not in your head. What kind of drugs would you do? Uh, definitely, you know, after my back surgery or my neck surgery that I just had, uh, Norco's, and uh, they're not good because yeah. you get addicted. And I, I don't have an addicted personality, and I don't want—I don't, I don't want to get addicted. But they give you just a little bit, like I don't give a yeah. fuck kind of attitude. Yeah, they gave me that, and I was like, I can't do this. What? Well, you don't take any drugs, do you? None. Do you drink? I drink occasionally, but then my ankles swell up. What? What is that all about? Then uh, this is, and I'm not trying to be funny. Once again, Jameson and Coke is my drink of choice. And right around the third glass, I start to feel my ankles swell up. So I don't know if I have a kidney problem or uh, something. You know what? But I look down at my foot, and it's just, it's not a good thing. Hey, Rob, I wonder if 23andMe, you know, we just did an ad for them. Mm. Yeah, we did. Well, they tell you all sorts of shit, like alcohol, if you have an adverse uh, reaction Ooh. to alcohol. Yes. Some people do. I do. Like, my, my cheeks get flush. I, I feel just a little bit. Like, why am I a little drunk and feel tired? Yeah. When I drink alcohol. That's it. So maybe that's... I don't think they have an ankle swelling report. Maybe your shoes are Who too tight. Are, who's this guy? Is it a doctor? Uh, yeah, it's not he's, Halloween. He's, I mean, there <laughs> might be... Halloween a... right now? You got, you got a stethoscope? <laughs> yeah, Who the fuck yeah, is it? You going to sit down? You, you put headphones on? You're official? <laughs> who's this guy? You you just taking video. Yeah, you just took tons of now pictures. Now of I got a diagnosis? I don't think there's a ankle swelling. But I you, just mean in the why report. Why not? I just mean in the report. There might be a genetic marker for it, but... Oh. 23 and clear, me. man. You came in hot with that Do one. Do you wear tight shoes? I wear no. I wear my. I wear oversized shoes because of my feet. Do you get a lot of free shit? No, that's I buy ridiculous. all my stuff. No, 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 no. You you sell out stadiums and like I, I've read about all this stuff. Yeah, and I've seen like you have records like eleven sold out shows in Honolulu and shit. Yeah, and like all over the world, like just you sell out. So you have to have people that want to endorse you and give you free shit. That sweatshirt was given to you. No, this one we make. What about this? This is my brand. This is my brand. What? This is my brand. What does it say? From the ghetto to the Getty. Oh, that's nice. Can I get it to you? Can I wear it? Yes. I would love for you to have different colors. What color do you want? Um, I'll make it for you. I don't look good in black. You're like a blue. Because I'm really pale. Maybe blue. Yeah, like a blue. I would wear the shit out of it. How about a white? I'll wear a white. You'll wear a white. I'll I'll be a little washed up, but I'll wear a white maybe with my. um, Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll wear that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to. Do they? You sell a lot of those at your. Uh... So me and my ex, my 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 son's mom, uh, her boyfriend. Yeah, of course. You know, I take care of her. I, I, you know, she lives wherever I move. I moved right next to me. Make sure that my son is within walking distance, and uh, and just you know, she's she's a good mommy. And uh, her boyfriend is an artist, and they came up with this design, and I invested in the company. So commendable. Yeah. I mean, and now, now you know, his mommy has something to brag about and be proud about, and I I love that. You know what I mean? She's got her own, her own brand, her own line, her own, her own business. Well, how does your new lady feel about that? How close you are with the ex? Oh, great, great. It should. I mean, the thing is, when you're when you have an ex with a a kid, that's a completely different type of relationship. You know what I mean? Like, if you're friends with your ex and you don't have a kid. Then you need to like figure life out. I- I'm not into that whole. Oh, I'm still best friends with my ex. Well, then you need to go fuck your ex because you can't get involved with someone like that. That's just me. I don't know how you feel. <laughs> now I'm really believing I'm fucked up because every time to- every time you say something, I'm starting to go like, "Well, I am friends with a lot of exes because." Uh, but would you are you in a serious relationship? Not right now. Well, then you can do that. Oh, yeah. But when yeah, you're in a yeah. serious relationship, you got to end those relationships. That's not cool. Well, I have exes that are married with kids, and like you know, and I'm friends with the husband, and it's just cool because that was yeah. so long ago, seven years ago, two months ago, whatever. Two months but is not that long. No, it's, it's not. not that long. <laughs> but it's I, not that long. Maybe my problem is I worry too much about like I don't want I want I want every I want to get along I don't want people to just like not like me I'm a I want to want to show that I'm a good guy and sometimes you don't have to show you're a good guy relationships don't work out yeah the exes don't like each other that's life yeah you don't give a fuck you're like well, when it's done it's done it's done yeah because it didn't work out and you can't bring that relationship into a new relationship I just don't think that's fair. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your, were your parents oh, together? Are they are they together? Uh, no, they're divorced. How many years? Oh my god, thirty. Uh, my whole life, basically. When I when I was like ten. So, well, that had to affect you. Oh, big time. And that's why I'm best, not best friends, but very close with my ex because I saw what it did to me and my sisters. You know what I mean? I, I saw how it destroyed the family when they kept fighting for all these years. And I was just like, I don't understand why you have to fight. Was there alcohol involved? Nope. No drugs? No. Infidelity? No. I, I think it was just the times. I think there was a lot of... Uh, class of clash of cultures and and races <laughs> where was this this was you know we're talking about my mom coming into this country right around 68 so you know it was kind of like a new thing for my my dad's side of the family to to get a hold of and i don't think they they really did and i think that had a big part of the split what was the fighting what would you give me give me an example of like an argument that would have to... the thing is they, they would just argue about everything we yeah so it, obviously they just I think they were just looking for an out, and and when that that out happened, it it was dirty. It was it was. What was good. the out? I don't know. I really don't. To be honest, I was I was ten, eleven, you know, and just things were not good in the household, and uh, you know, there's a lot of personal stuff that was happening too with my brother being, you know, he has schizophrenia, and you know, he was he was hard to to deal with in the house. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not something you talk about. Probably no, I don't talk about that much, but. Uh, but that, that's why I kind of understand where my dad's coming from, you know, especially as I got older. I'm like, oh, I get it. I, I understand. Like, I would have done the same thing at that age. Well, what was he, where, where was he coming from? I, I put myself in my dad's situation and, and I can't put him in the time frame because that time frame had a lot of racism involved. There was a lot of new stuff happening. You know what I mean? Like a lot of soldiers were coming back married from the war. You know what I mean? Like everything was new. You know what I mean? So. I can't put myself in that situation, but I understand my dad's mentality because when he married my mom, she already had a son. And the son, when he got a little older, was diagnosed with schizophrenia and like violent schizophrenia. What are the signs of that like early on? I mean, he had, he had the absolute worst signs, like whatever you can think of and imagine, just multiple personalities, talking, lashing out, fighting. He did all that. And at first you just thought he was a rebellious kid, maybe? No, yeah. no, no. We something knew was had, wrong. We knew he had something. Yeah. I mean, that's still like my most vivid memory is my brother jumping up in the middle of the night saying I'm a tiger and like just growling really loud. Like I still remember that to this day. Did it scare you? It scared everybody, you know? And then he never left the hospital since. Like he believed he was a tiger. Yeah. And then uh, the cops came and, you know, he ended up in the hospital and- and that was it. That was the last I saw my teenage brother, man. And, and he's, he's been in the, in in a, in a hospital in and ever out of since. hospitals ever since. Yeah. Have you ever you haven't seen him? Oh no! I mean, nah. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. The last time I saw my brother was, man, eight years ago. It's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard to get on the phone with my brother. You know, like I love him to death, and I and like sometimes I like to just remember the memories. This is bad pod. I'm sorry, man. Is this what you really want to hear right now? Yeah. I'm sorry. I actually, this is what the. But it's called inside of you. So it's yeah. honestly, these moments, it's like, it's it's amazing how, and I talk about this, how people who suffer from mental health or they have family members, like, I, did, I this came out of nowhere. And it's yeah. like, this is what people gravitate towards because it's just honest shit. Yeah. It's real shit. Yeah. You know, a lot of podcasts, they talk about, you know, like, and, and we can get in all that. But like, I, I'm interested because it's like how you survived. Yeah. How as a little 10 year old boy is the most interesting part of the conversation of your parents are fighting it's a different time there's racism your brother has half brother has schizophrenia yeah. it's like what the fuck yeah how does joe coy become one of the biggest comedians in the world mm. that's what's important to me finding out i think uh you know just that divorce was a bad thing but it was also a good thing because i i, I knew i was a funny kid but then i just buried myself in stand-up comedy like because my old? mom was never i think i was like 11 when i saw eddie murphy and it was over with i couldn't stop watching stand-up you know it was like robin williams it was george carlin do you was, like memorize the acts i did when i was that age yeah so you remember like knowing delirious from beginning to end man i took my mom's credit card and bought uh tickets to raw at 14 15 you saw raw yeah i went to raw live at the seattle coliseum are you kidding i think me? i was the only kid there i'm not even joking because back you know think about it, 85 no one was into stand-up comedy, especially a teenager. Teenagers didn't start getting into like stand-up until like maybe ten years ago. You I wasn't I mean? even allowed to watch it. Yeah, get upstairs. Yeah, because uh, I I remember having tapes and listening to them and making sure my mom wasn't in, in the, you know around because it was like so dirty. Stick a boogie yeah. in your butt. 
Stick me in, in your butt. butt. Stick a tree in, in your, your butt. butt. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. I love Boogie that. in your butt? Are you kidding me? Boogie in your butt. But, but. Dude, Rob, that, you know that? No. Well, fuck I, you. I don't understand how people don't know Eddie Murphy. Oh, I know Eddie Murphy. Stand, yeah, know but that. you don't know his stand-up. The early days, the, bro. Man, the guy was a legend. Watch Delirious. Watch Raw. I mean, I, you, the very few people, like, uh, I think that are funnier than Eddie. I mean. There are none. There are none. He's your favorite. To this day, I, I, I can guarantee any stand-up comic will admit he is the funniest guy in the room. You, no matter what. That no matter how funny you are. You put Eddie Murphy. Watch any of Eddie Murphy's interviews on any late show. He's so natural. Yeah. Like, it just comes out. Like, he he is the funniest guy Ever like I, I I'm sorry. There's just have you met him? funnier than him. No, I met him one time at the coffee bean. This is when I was coming up. Were you uh, star struck beyond? Because uh, I was always the coffee bean on cold water, and it's like this is like years ago, man. This is like man, 14 years ago. You know, I'm, I'm barely coming up, and uh, it's me, Chris D'Elia. Chris was uh, you know, hanging out with me. Chris D'Elia was supposed to do the show yesterday, and he uh, yeah, Cr- yeah. Christian bailed. Is he a bailer? You know, he's, a you know flaky. He's, another, he's another dark one. He's another dark one. Well, he's together. I, you guys are going to be really dark. Donnie Darko, too. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Do you? Yeah. No, I think he's darker than me. I love Chris. I, yeah, I, me saw, too. I, I think saw he's brilliant. Him at the ha ha. And, uh, and maybe he was a year in, maybe a year and a half in, two years, maybe. And I just looked down and go, you want to go on the road with me? And I took him on the road for about almost two years, a year and a half. Two wow. Years. Yeah. Crush. He was crushed in front of me. I loved it. All right, but that's what that's what you do. To... Bean. Oh, oh yeah, coffee, coffee, bean. coffee bean. So we're at the coffee bean, and uh, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, Rob. You give him a headset. Rob. He's a doctor. He's a producer. He's an interrupter. Who is and bring, this guy? Bring you back to what you're talking about. There Photographer. There was a pause. Yeah, menopause. Menopause. Go ahead, bro. Uh, coffee bean. So coffee bean. Chris was like, "Yeah, you're not going to believe who was here." Uh, Three days ago, I was like, who? Eddie Murphy. I go, damn it. Every time, because we all knew that Eddie goes to that coffee bean. He, he's notorious for going to that. Still? Coffee. Still. And he just gets a black cup of coffee and he leaves. So anyways, uh, right when he said it, I swear to God, right when he said it, in he walks. And I just looked at Chris and he's like, you're going to kick yourself if you don't say something to him. So I walked up to him and shook his hand. <laughs> and he was cool? Hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Does he do that? Thanks, do that man. Is that what he said? Yeah, I, I but, met him. but then he, in his eyes, his eyes said this. Get the fuck away from me. Come on. <laughs> you know that's true. Yeah, it's I'm, so true. You know what, though? I had a good end because I was at the, uh, I was at the, we had the same dentist. Yeah. And I was in there and for 20 years, I knew that he went to that dentist. Yeah. And I kept saying, man, I want to meet Eddie. Uh, and I was cool about it. And one day, I see Eddie starting to walk out, and I just go, you know that attitude where you're sitting there reading some shitty magazine? Can you, you, I just want to give you the visual, and all of a sudden you see some, like some your, one of your idols, yeah. and all of a sudden you just sit up straight. Like your body yeah. by, on its own just goes, <laughs> sucks up to yeah. this posture where you're like, there he is, and yep. you just can't stop it. It's like an exorcism going on in yeah. your fucking body. And I see him, and th- I wasn't going to say a fucking word. I was just like, and all of a sudden my dentist... His dentist goes, Eddie, this is Michael Rosenbaum. You really should meet him. He's someone you should know. That's what she said. And I go, she's not wrong. Ah. (laughs) And something stupid like that. And he goes, hey, how you doing, man? We we said like a real brief. And then he goes, hey, take care of yourself. I'll see you around or something. And I was just like, that's Eddie Murphy. That's the guy when I was your age or whatever. Because you're about the same age. But yeah, man, I still get starstruck. I get... There's certain people, and I still get, I feel weird around celebrities, so big, bigger celebrities. I right. don't feel comfortable. That's why most of my friends aren't celebrities. The friends that I hang out with, and I take to see Yachtly Crew at the Viper Room, where we watch Yacht Rock, I don't know what it is. I can be around them, and I can fit in, but I don't feel like I fit in. Inside of You is brought to you by Shopify. You know I use Shopify. You guys go on the, you know, Inside of You online store and you see how easy it is to navigate for you. It's so amazing. Shopify, I can't think of anyone else that would do this 
uh, the right way like Shopify does. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. It's so easy to navigate. And when you want to add discounts, like for instance, I just had a discount where I put uh, Michael 15, and that was my discount code. How much of a percent? 15% off the total order. Easy. Adding products. It's so easy. You put a picture. You just upload a picture. You put a description. It, it, it does everything for you. And the analytics are so easy to use. All right, this is the most selling product. Oh, I should get more of those. This is the least selling product. This is how much I made for this month compared to last year or last month. It's so easy to navigate. I feel like a pro and Shopify has really helped me do that. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash inside, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash inside now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash inside. Inside of you is brought to you by Factor. I love Factor Meals, Ryan. Do you know this? Yes. Why do you know this? Because I've seen them in your fridge and you've offered me some. And you've had them. And I've had them. And you love them. I do. Because I asked you every time. Mm -hmm. um, look, I spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that I buy or too many leftovers. And it's just, I waste so much money. And, you know, Factor Meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because they have so many different meals, like 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. And it takes just two minutes. So it doesn't matter how busy you are. It's two minutes to cook this stuff. You always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. And that's what Factor does. Um, I, I, I just can't get over all the things they have, like filet mignon, shrimp, blackened salmon, um, their breakfast items, everything, dessert. It's it's perfect for my lifestyle, and I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um, yeah, you can crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factormeals.com slash inside50 and use code inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside50 at factormeals.com slash inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals. Do you feel like you fit in? I feel like uh, I have like this different mindset now. I feel like with my accomplishments, I'm like, yeah, I, I belong here, man. <laughs> I walk, I walk into a party, and I'm like, yeah. But you, you did feel like that before. There was oh, a time before where... I was like, whoa, what am I doing here? Yeah. But then I'm starting to get love from other celebs, and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, people love you. It's How many nice. people come up to you a day? A lot. A it's lot. Kind of yeah, it's a lot. It's kind of weird because uh, the Netflix is what put it over. And you're doing another one, right? I got two more coming. You got two more coming. Yeah. But you know, Mike, I didn't get that first one, man. Did I tell you my story? I want to hear it. 
I didn't get it. They they passed on me. So when they made that big push for stand up comedy, it was like 2016, and they were they they announced it 2015 that they were going to do like this huge push for stand up, and they were going to go after all these comics. And I was like, I want to get on that. You know, I didn't want to go to Comedy Central again. I wanted to be on Netflix, and uh, and we kept pursuing them, kept inviting them to come to the shows, and you know, I'm selling. 18 shows in a row, like come to one, just see what I'm doing. Like, please give this to me. And they weren't coming. And, uh, and then finally they were like, we're going to pass. We already got everybody for 2016 and you know, we'll come out and look at you on 2017 for 2018. I'm like, my son's going to be 20 by then, you know, are you heartbroken? Yeah. I was crushed. Cause I didn't get it. And I, I'm not, what did you think to, it was? What did you think it was? I don't know. I, I was it politics. I don't know what it was. Was I not ready? Cause I thought I was very ready the it was proven like i mean my demo shows that it's it's relatable it's you know i'm killing it and so i was really like hurt you know i, like I deserve this i've worked yeah. hard and i and, and not only that when you have a son it's like you you know especially in this business man like especially comedy it's like how do you show your son that i was appreciated or something you know what i mean like whenever you say i'm a stand up comic everyone always like oh really where tell me a joke or they'll do something stupid like that if they don't know you and this was that that moment. This was that what I needed. Like this is what I wanted my son to be like, yeah, that's my dad. You know, like it was it was more than just me. It was like it was everything, you know? It was everything I worked for. And I was just like, I wanna I wanna when I die, I want my son to be like, that's my dad. You know what I mean? So I was pissed, but I didn't wanna I didn't want to sit there and go on Twitter and and bash Netflix and go, oh, well, why'd you give it to this guy? Because I'm Filipino? Yeah, is it because I'm Filipino? You fuck. What, you don't think uh, Filipinos exist in the community? <laughs> There's Filipino town. Do you know what it is? Isn't it's there? historic. Yeah. Yeah, there, the, is. Yeah. there is. There is. There I is. see yeah, the yeah, song when I go down to yeah, the Laker games. It's fun. It's fun. Will you take me there sometime? Oh, my God. I'd love to eat some show, pal. Yeah. Hang out you with the Filipinos. Know it. I, dude, I, I would love it. I love it. I know, I've, but I've hung out Filipino people. Oh, you would, you would. We talked about this. You would be amazing. What's a good restaurant to eat in Filipino town? I don't know any. You don't know any. I don't know. One. Is there good Filipino food though? No, there's good Filipino food. It's just I, I really Filip- like to cook at home. <laughs> what do you cook? I cook everything Filipino dish. Lumpia pancit. Yeah, I don't his cook wife's pa- Filipino. I don't cook. Look pancit. at this. I- who are you, Rob? Would you shut the fuck? Shut up? the fuck yeah. up, man! Yeah. You Joe. know everything. Ponsit, lumpia, balut. <laughs> let me ha- let me help you with some of the do ingredients. You, do you speak Tagalog, motherfucker? Do you speak Tagalog? No. You should. Your wife's Tagalog. She speaks Tagalog. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. No, no. There's more than just one dialect. What is there? There's thousands. But Hundreds, Tagalog's the main know. Filipino language, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Tagalog. So I was, I was you were close. Now you said something. I want to rewind because then I want to get. Wait, to I gotta talk about uh, Netflix. All right, because I, I, I something shocked me that you said that you said I wanted my son to really go. That's my dad. I'm proud of my dad. Meanwhile, you're selling out stadiums. I want to get back to that. So finish your story, and we're gonna go back to that. So I could have done the hate thing. I could have went on Twitter and just done that whole deflecting the energy. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and abssorbing just negativity and. And just bashing. I could have done that. I really could Did have. you think about it? A lot it? of people would have went to. No, I, I mean, I was mad because I, I felt like, I was like, yo, I deserve this. And I don't understand why. This, you know, I said, who doesn't say that? Oh, he got one, but I didn't get one. She got one. I didn't get one. You could do that all day. Yeah, but that doesn't me. do anything. That doesn't do anything, though. That no matter how many times people say no to you, you just, I don't know, you got to dig deep and, and, and show them, you know? And I, I literally paid for that that special, man. I paid every. Fucking you penny, Mike. Paid the whole thing. How much? Man, I can't tell you that because in the agreement when they bought it from me, you know, they they, they doubled it. Yeah, you know, they they gave me my money plus some more. Let me just say, was it over a hundred thousand dollars? More that you paid your own money, way, way more, more, way more, hundreds of thousands. Of okay, dollars. let me tell you why I went way more because I could have went that route. We could have shot it for a hundred thousand. Right? You know, I could have went to the I could have went to any improv, got three cameras and shot it. And, and and I could have said, oh, well, the, mater- the materials is what's going to sell it. Or I can make it look like something that Netflix put money into. You know, like, like this is something that they would be proud of. Talk about banking on yourself, man. Yeah, man. Bro, Mike, that night, I can't even explain to you how stressed out I was because just the letters behind me alone were $14,000. So if you can imagine just the letters behind me, the J and the K was 14000 Just imagine how much everything else was. And then on top of that, 
I also had to be like, I want to be able to sell this. But what sucks is the person that I'm selling to already said no. And that's who I'm trying to sell this to again. They already said no. They said, we're passing. We just did this on our own. We didn't even go, hey, well, we're going to go shoot it and we'll be right back. We didn't even say that. They said no. And then I made it because there's no way you should have said no to that. I didn't get it. So I shot it. And then we brought it back to 99.9. I'm going to say 100% of people walk away. They walk away and they say they said no on to the next thing. Yeah. They that would have been think, the worst no, decision. Well, let me spend all my money yeah. or a lot of my money that I've earned to prove to you. Was there more of the competitive edge to say, fuck you, I'm funny? Yeah. Was that, was that what it was really about? Yeah. It was like, you guys are fucking wrong. Yeah. But I'm glad they said no. Maybe I wasn't ready. I'm glad they said no because maybe it wouldn't have shown in my my performance that night. Because I was hungry that night. I was like, I'm going to fucking destroy tonight. Like, I had everything on my back that night. How much My son was in the green room. Like, I got to fucking kill tonight. But isn't that... There's so much pressure yeah i mean and you improvise a little but you can't in these right i did i did that first right. five, that first five minutes that we sh- that i posted was all off all the top improv of my head. Mm-hmm. as your heart racing this whole time yep but For- i knew i knew i had to like i had to make it relatable to seattle i wanted them to know that that this was a real show not just some taping where i'm gonna go through a script like i wanted them to understand that i'm here visiting your town which is also my town and i'm gonna highlight some of the things that that i've seen or or know about i had to yeah just to let everyone know oh okay this guy's really here for us when did you know i am crushing this is gonna fucking sell did you think that at any point in the when show? i when i <laughs> i ad-lib this uh this one bit where i go elevate the beat i go elevate the beat are you fucking stupid like, i don't even know where that came from it just, it it just ma- happened. And I remember when I said it, I go, I got these fucking people right now. I knew it. Because that wasn't, I'd never even said that in my act for years. And I've been doing that joke you forever. You surprised yourself. Yeah. When I, when, I, when I felt the energy of them clapping at that joke, and then I, I kneeled down and I went, elevate the pit, elevate the pit. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> and I looked at the camera when I did it. Are you fucking stupid? And I remember in my head, I, I, I was like, I got him. And now you do that this. all the time. No, I, I no, I dropped that joke after the special aired. It was done. Really? Yeah, yeah. So what happened? I don't, I don't do any of the stuff that's uh, on my specials. I, I think that's what a lot of people who don't know about stand-up comedy they figure like, um, oh, every time they go on stage, it's a new act. Like, you yeah. know, that it's that so stupid. Well, people work a year to get new material yeah, and man. then do that. Then they do the same material. for. Then they go on tour with the, the material, right, yeah. for a year or whatever. So it's a couple of years of the same material. Yeah. That's why I always try and ad-lib because c- it makes me happy, you know? Like, I, it keeps me sane. I, ca- I can't run through a whole set. And not add something. I can't. I'll, I will hate myself if I'm an autopilot. I can't. Yeah. And I've done that. Don't get me wrong. There's situations where I'll take a gig and I'm just like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work with you guys. You guys, you guys aren't here for it. So then I'm not going to be here for it. Do I've you, done that. Do you, so you walk through it. In a I'll way. walk right through it and just let my mouth run. Just, and it still works. It, yeah, it, it, it gets the job done, but I'm not happy. And then I tell myself I'm not going back to that spot again. Really? Have you, can you, yeah. can you tell? They're I- usually like, uh, it, which is what I've been turning down a lot of, a lot of corporate. So those are the ones where I'll put in like autopilot. Uh, even though the money's so good, I just like I'm, I'm not a dancing monkey, man. You know what I mean? Like eat your fucking dessert. <laughs> really? So that's you, how I feel. It's so like you, I'm so not. I'm all not a corporate. Whore. All corporate. No, I'm just not all. But like when I do walk into a corporate situation, and they don't feel right, and it's not feeling right, and I'm like dancing monkey guy, and you got the fucking wrong mic stand, and you didn't listen to anything that I put on my goddamn. You know, my, my, uh, writer, writer. Who the fuck are you, Rob, man? You shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Press the space bar when you need to. That's yeah. it. Maybe you should speak to Golic. Speak to Golic, man. I meant you to him. Oh, oh. Maybe he'll understand that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking shit, man. Put him in another room. Put him in another fucking room with the dogs, man. <laughs> oh, you like dogs? <laughs> What kind of question is that? What kind of fucking, like, I was in a, I was on a roll. 
No, but I just don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, just respect the art form, right? <laughs> respect the fucking uh, art, man. You're fun, man. You're fun. Well, this is, that's a great story. Um, so yeah, I turned down a lot of. Uh, I turned down a lot of corporate, man. A lot. I get thrown at. Sometimes I do the math. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? But I can't. I can't do it. I, I won't. I won't like myself. Right. And don't get me wrong. There's people that do corporates and they live off of it and, and they've adjusted or, or they learned that art form because it is an art form. It's not a stand-up situation. It's not a stand-up friendly environment. It's made to lose. It really is. And and, and if you want to do it, then do it. you got to learn that art form. But I'm not going to sit there and look at 30 fucking round banquet tables and, and, and you got people with their backs turned. They're clanking their fucking forks. I know what it I'm is. Just not gonna I know it. what it is. I just figured it out. You know what it is? You're so used to walking into an energy of people and life and love and yeah. like, let's fucking roll. And you walk into this and they're all sitting, eating their food. You were paid to be there to make some fuckers laugh, some business guys laugh. Yes. And you're like, this is not my energy. That's this not is- my energy. And you just, and you fought it probably for a little while in the beginning. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to make, and you're like, no, what am I wasting my yeah. fucking energy? Just do what you got to do and get the fuck out. Yeah. No one, I don't think anyone would like that. And you could talk to, I'm pretty sure you've heard that from other comics. What? Just the corporate. It's just it's those aren't fun gigs. Yeah, they're never they're hell gigs. But it's they're still great. Good money. They're money grabs. Yeah, great money grabs. But you said something. Let's go back because the story is great. Well, first of all, let me let me. Ask I know this. we totally left my dad's situation. No, because no, it was like, whoa, what the fuck? But before before that, so after that, you edit this together. Yeah, you put it together, and your agent and you guys send it back to Netflix. The same guys. Yeah, we walked it in. What do you mean you walked it in? Well, I didn't walk it in. They walked it in. Right, because you said yeah. we. Well, I know. Well, well, you know, it is me. And my the team proverbial. is me. And my team is me. Right. And that's my work. You're a team player. Yeah. And so they hand this to them. They didn't watch it then. They watched it on their own. They, no, they watched it in a, uh, in a group. Uh, all of the execs watched it. And how f- soon after they, they watched it? They bought it the minute we dropped it. It was like maybe a day later. Or, uh, you know, well, this is what they said. We dropped it. And they said, don't shop it around. And then right when they got it, they watched it. And then they called my agent and they go, don't shop it around. We want to put it in an offer. So just take it off the market. And when he told you that, uh-huh. I cried. I was going to ask you, did you cry <laughs> on the phone? Hell yeah. I'm crying right now. Are you? <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful fucking thing. You really yeah. are crying. I know. I fucking love that. Yeah, man. It was you're, big. You're a real guy, dude. You're a real fucking, you, st- you have that heart in you that just... You know, and I knew it when I met you that, that inviting sort of you love people, you love life, you love, but you're passionate about yeah. what you do. You're so passionate what you do. I love that you're crying. You're gonna make me cry. Fuck, <laughs> make Rob cry. Fuck, Fuck Rob. You, Rob. Fuck you, Rob. Dude, that was my dream. You know, you wanted a special. <laughs> yeah, it's from delirious to that. Like that's all I lived. Oh. And, you know, that's all I wanted to be was a, uh, a stand-up comic. <laughs> so them saying no was like, what? And I had to show them. So. What a fucking story, dude. I don't know how many people would do what you did, would say, you know what? I actually did it, and it didn't work out the way your story worked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people said, don't make your own movie, and I was just tired of people saying but why? 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 Why are you saying that it didn't work out? Well, you did it, and you learned. That's true. From it. It, it didn't. You let, did. Well, take you know what it was. You know what it was. They said, "Everybody in Hollywood says, oh, 'Oh, I'm going to make a movie,' and they never make a movie. I'm going to make a movie. I'm going to make a movie. They never. I just love people who actually make a movie, yeah. or actually write a movie when they say they're going to write a movie. They say, "I'm going to do something," and they do it because Hollywood and, and everywhere is filled with procrastinators who say they're going to do things. So I said, "I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. I'm going to be the guy that makes the movie." Yeah. And it was a low budget little labor of love and i love the movie i really do love the movie and i love the people in it great people in it back in the day and it didn't blow up like i thought it would i didn't it didn't like get the attention that i thought it would because i didn't have the you know the right distributor or whatever and i'm still proud of it i'm so proud of my achievements i can't believe that i did it so that's still there yeah but there's something really good about you know going after it and, and when it actually is a huge success that that's what i'm saying is like, i'm not mad at myself for doing it i'm proud of myself for yeah. accomplishing what i wanted to do but to do what you do and then have the success on top of it like saying you're fuck you you're i'm gonna show you that i'm better than that these are my dreams not yours yeah and then saying 
boom, here it is. I did it. And all these things have to come together. Like, you know, your guy who's coordinating 50, you know, most people don't show up or, you know, we have video problems or we have the everything lined up and you were the most important. You were on, you were on your game. You weren't like half coy. You were full coy. And like that had to happen and it all, and that's a rare fucking thing. And you bring it into Netflix and they say, yeah, yeah. This is uh this is it. Yeah. That's just I don't I've never heard that. Like you these are Hollywood stories you don't hear about. Uh-huh. You know they're just rare, man. And like I said, I love Netflix, man. They they said no, but I'm glad they did cuz it 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 sparked a fire in me. So, thank you, Netflix. And then, you know, they gave me the two two specials after that. And I love them over there. But like that that's just a perfect example. I mean, the imagine the coach that said no to Michael Jordan. It's like you fucking idiot. Are you kidding me? Did you really say no to him? Yeah. But maybe if he didn't say no, he wouldn't have been Michael Jordan. And I'm not comparing myself to Michael Jordan. I'm just saying you could take those no's uh, we, I and you it. can make them good. I, I just want to clarify that. Oh, Joe. you hear that, Rob? Rob yeah, you fuck you, Rob. He meant, Rob. He did it. He was, I already see it. He's writing it down. Joe, uh, this is the caption. Joe, Joe thinks, thinks he's, he's the Michael Jordan, Jordan of comedy. Come fuck, fuck yourself, Rob. Fuck you, man. Jeez, man. What are you trying to do to my guest, bro? What are you doing to this show, turn your, bro? Turn your own microphone off. Will you finish off. that peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I always leave bro? a little nibble like that. For who? For Rob? For Rob. The dogs. You know, you said something. I'm going to go back to it now. Yeah. Where you said, I wanted my son to say, my dad did that. My Like, but you're a good father. Do you Do you think you're a good oh, father? Yeah. Have you always been a good father? Always. Do you think, so you, when you were speaking, you were making, like, I want to show my son that this is your dad. This is, like, but he, he probably, that was probably all in your head. Yeah. He probably was like, that's my dad. He's yeah. a great guy. Yeah. Number one, like, not of his accomplishments, but how, what a father he is. Isn't that your greatest accomplishment, maybe? Yeah. If you think I, I about love it. it. I love it. I love being my son's role model. I, I know my son looks up to me, even though he doesn't say it. You know what I mean? But he sees it and he appreciates it. He see, he sees the hustle, the hard hustle that I go through. Yeah. And he's seen it his whole life. Does he work hard? No, he's lazy. He's fucking lazy. But he's understanding. And I'm understanding my son. Like, you know, he's got the he's got the tutor, but he's still failing. He failed history and uh and they said that he can't continue at this school unless he takes history uh this summer, which is going to totally fuck our uh, our summer vacation up. So I might have to make a donation or some shit to the school. <laughs> Does that work? Yeah, it works. Here's a donation. Yeah, pass my son. Pass my fucking son. We're going to Hawaii already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's history, bro. It's it's always going to be there. I love history. That's I the love only, history, that's too. The only, thing I'm good at. that's the only thing I'm good at. I'm not good at anything else. That's what's funny. I, I always get in C's and D's and everything else. Yeah. Failed history. But he's got a tutor. So who the fuck is this tutor? Yeah. Insert joke here, I guess. But it's just like, Really? I looked at this tutor like, motherfucker, I could have got my son an F. <laughs> I could have got him an F for free. Who the fuck are you? I'm paying you, do you Rob. Do you use that? You, understand it, Virginia. I'm going to now. You have to. You yeah. say, I could have gotten my son an F. Yeah. Done. That is funny. Yeah. Do you find stuff every day? Do you write it down? Do you say, this is a good joke? I do in my head, and I don't write it down. Do you remember? You'll remember this I try my joke? hardest to remember. Yeah, I'll remember this. I wrote it down for you. Shut the f- I, 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 <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. My teeth are clenched right now. I'm not even opening my fucking Are you mouth. an emotional guy? Shut I, the fuck up. <laughs> you, you do cry. You cried, which was a beautiful thing. Very few people. Not, not a lot. Jennifer Love Hewitt was teared up. Zach Levi cried a little bit. There's another guy. I've, I've cried. So this is, you're not the first. Yeah. But are you an emotional guy always? Do you do you cry a lot? When it, Yeah. If I feel passionate about something yeah i i i'm very what makes you cry what i talked about or uh you know my family situation you know i mean like when i talk about my brother it's sad like i'm trying to make an effort this year that's why when you you asked me if i visit him you know it's i know you got you you almost you stopped for a second you looked at me and go is this what you want to talk about yeah you almost seem like don't fucking uh, talk to me about this yeah in a way but i felt like because he's a good guy. He's a really good of guy. Of course. And let me let me tell you something that I can relate in a way. Yeah. I my dad had he has two daughters with my my stepmother, uh Filipino woman. Um they they're divorced now, but they had two children. The first uh child, my sister, Ava, who's beautiful and sweet and smart and fantastic and healthy. 
Um, then the, the, uh, they had a second child, but the doctor during the pregnancy said, you don't need an amnio because the first child was so healthy. Don't worry about it. And the, the baby, my sister Leah, who I have tattooed on my arms, was born with trisomy 13, I believe it's called. And it's like, it's, it's like Down syndrome in a way. Mm. And, she, you know, she, she can't walk. She can't really speak. She can't do much of anything. She's almost died 50 times. It's been traumatic. My father uh, and my stepmom have gone through absolute hell. Um, you know, and it's been 14 years, and, the, and my sister's still going, and she's so tough, but she lives in a, in, a, in a hospital, you know, that she has to be, she can't live at home because they have to take care of her. They have to keep her, you know, alive and certain they have nurses and things like that. My dad goes and visits her every week, an hour drive outside of the city. And when you said, I haven't talked to my brother in eight years, I, I haven't seen my sister probably in eight years. And it was, it's not for a lack of love. I just feel bad that I haven't made more of an effort because I feel like part of me is like, she's not going to know me. She's not going to register what does it matter but i'm like you know it matters maybe to my dad yeah maybe if i just said we're going to see leah yeah you know and that's more important than how i feel or what i think when you said eight years you haven't talked to him i, I don't look at you and i'm like oh my god Joe, how could you that, no one understands what you're going through unless they have a sit similar situation yeah. or understand what i'm going through yeah or my dad's going through so it's not that i don't want to i feel like it's uncomfortable does he want me to does he I should just say like, hey, I'm gonna go do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that. No, I totally like, understand. But what that's you're saying. where I, why I sort of, you know, I love the memory. I love the memories that I have with my brother. And you don't and want I, them to get sort of. Yeah, man. I feel like when I talk to my brother, I, I feel a certain way about him. You know, I, I don't like getting mad at him because I do. You know, because I still don't understand. Like, why are you not understanding this fucking conversation? You know what I mean? Because or he why? can't. He can't. But you, how? You know what I mean? We're, not all of us are doctors like Robert. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. I can't make we that can't, diagnosis. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking think, to yeah. my brother, and you're my big brother. <laughs> And that's how I look at you it. You know what it is? It hurts you. It, it that's hurts. Where, ultimately, it it's just this pain that just like it hurts you so much that it's better for you to have a memory. Yeah. To better for you to have a moment. And God is amazing because it's crazy how he's installed these memories of my brother that were all good. Right. And it's fucking crazy that I latched onto those because I was so young. You know what I mean? Because my brother's eight years older than me. So he was diagnosed right around 14, 15. He started going in and out of hospitals. But for some reason, I still remember all the shit he did when he was 13 and 12, like, to this day. Like, I, I still remember him playing basketball, and he was so good at it. I remember him buying me an Evil Knievel race car that did the Papa Willie, you know, for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, I had he that. Took his, he took his... Uh, his uh, allowance money and bought me that. I remember that. I remember his room having all the 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 posters that that glowed in the dark when he had the black light on. You know what I mean? I remember his door, the front door said Herb Superb because our my real last name is Herbert. Right. And he used to go by Herb Superb, you know what I mean? Like I remember that. These are all vivid Herb memories. Superb. Herb Superb. And it was on the front part of his door and his room was the shit, bro. He had lava lamps. He had, like I remember that. I remember him rolling joints in front of me and he was putting it in a shoebox and he hit it on on the top of uh, his closet and he goes, "Don't tell mom and dad I'm doing this and don't you ever touch these cigarettes." See, this is why. And I remember him listening to Heat Wave and Earth, Wind, and Fire and uh, the Commodores. I remember he had all the albums laid out on his, on his his TV stand and his, his. Isn't it funny how you remember? Like I, I just did this last night. I sat there and go, just keep thinking of what you can think of or remember from when you were young. And I can remember more than I can remember now. If you told me what I did yesterday, I have better recollection of what the room looked like, exactly where the furniture was, what we were talking about, what we were doing, what we, all these things when I was little. And sometimes I think, like, you know, I, my childhood wasn't bad. I mean, like, my parents were dysfunctional and they were fucked up. And, you know, I have is major, I've had major issues with them and I've had a lot of problems with myself because of that. But... So things I work on, but I also remember for some reason, I remember all the happy moments. Yeah. I go back and I remember all these happy moments. Yeah. Do you like, do you sort of rip the rear view mirror off a lot or, and you look forward or do you like spend a lot of time thinking of like the past? No, I, I, I black it out, man. I don't know why. Except for just now, all those good moments. But I only remember those. And like, we were and, talking about it. Yeah. But I hate, I, I hate reflecting back on, 
on those shitty times when I was a kid, you know? Because you, you think your childhood mostly was shitty. It was shitty. The Philippines was the best time of my life. St. Louis was the best time of my life. I don't really remember St. Louis. I only remember a couple of memories from there. Right. But because I think we moved from there when I was like four. And then we moved to the Philippines. And then we were there for six years. So from four to like almost 11. Yeah. I mean, those were like great years, man. And I still remember those years. And it was the minute that we came back, it was just over with. The minute we moved to Tacoma, it was just horrible. It was just like for how many years till you left until I graduated and moved to Vegas. And then when I moved to Vegas, it was like, I pursued, yeah, I was 18 and I was going to pursue stand up. Like that was my goal to stand up. And your mom was your cheerleader, wasn't she? She was my cheerleader during those times in the middle. But when it came after high school, it was all about, you know what I mean? That that, something about those first generation immigrant moms. It's like, Okay, you had fun until you're 18, but now life starts. So go to college, you know what I mean? But I, all I got were Ds. Well, you can go to community college, bring those <laughs> your GPA up, and then transfer over to a real college, and then get a nursing degree, and you'll have, you know, you'll have medical and 401k. And like, <laughs> did you already re- got my retirement planned out? Did you ever? Did you, were you even thinking of listening to her? No, not at all. I went to school for about a semester and dropped out. Yeah, I'm like, mom. And then I told my mom, I go, mom, I want to pursue stand-up. Was this she upset? Cried. Because I was the youngest, and none of them none of them went to college. When did she finally go, okay? When I finally made it, and she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, what oh, moment? Fuck, that man. wasn't that. It was before the Netflix. Kind of, I guess. It was like Chelsea Lately. When you were on the round table. When I was on the round table, then she was like. Oh, you're on TV. All my friends watch that. Wow. But she still didn't understand that I was killing it on the road. She didn't understand stand-up. <laughs> right. It was pissing me if off. you're not on the TV, She nothing. didn't care that the specials came out. She didn't... Uh, I remember when I got the Tonight Show, it was like so like... I remember I, I called her from uh, Just for Laughs, and uh, uh, Ross and Bob call, you know, walked up to me and go, we were putting you on the uh, Tonight Show, and I walked outside of New Faces, and I called my mom. It was the first person I called. I go, Mom, you're not going to believe this. I got The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Oh, okay, that's great. You know, your Ati Stella is uh, having a birthday. And, uh, you know, so if you can try and make Like, fucking, are you kidding me right now? Dude, that's... that's, Like, I just got The Tonight Show. Yeah. 15 years. I want enthusiasm. That was the same thing. I mean, oh, my God, with my dad, it's like, hey, I'm doing this short film. Yeah. Well, why is it short? Yeah, make it longer. A, that's not a real movie. Yeah, <laughs> short film. Short film. I never went to a theater to watch a short film. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> this is. I'm doing off Broadway. Off Broadway. Off. Get on. Get on. Get on the Broadway. <laughs> why are you off of it? Yeah. I could go to New York and be off Broadway. <laughs> My movie's gonna be in a festival. A fe- with Ferris wheels and, and candy corn. No, a what? movie festival. Are there gonna be clowns juggling? This is my whole life. Yeah. And then after I made my movie, I got a text. We saw your movie. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks. I said nothing. Ugh. It's just hard for him to express any kind of that, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm proud of you. I never had that. That's why I always talk about it. Tell your fucking kids I love you. Tell them you're proud of them. You could discipline them and then say, hey, you know, don't say fucking that. don't fucking sm- sniff gasoline. But, you know. It's so easy to just say, I love you. I'm proud of you. Yes. You know, talk to me. Yeah, man. I just never had that. I never fucking had that. And that was vital. That's so, so easy. Yeah. If I just had somebody that was like more like, get him, dude. I'm so proud of you. Go for it. You can do that. I had to do it on my fucking own. Yeah. I had to fucking know that I was good. Yeah. Somehow. Because you wanted that. I wanted, you wanted that response. I wanted a, re- a response. And I that's wanted why I did the fucking Netflix, special. Yeah, there you go. I'm glad you summed that up for I me because I could that not. Up. Uh, yeah, you're right. Right. You, know, and when you, you weren't divorce, getting it. I wasn't, bro. We I weren't getting it. When my dad left, and don't get me wrong, I'm not shitting on my dad. I like, was. I, I understand. I was, okay, cool. No, I, no, I'm not shitting. I'm not no. shitting on him. He was 18 when he had me. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to put yourself in those shoes in that situation. I get it. Like, I have a great dad. He's a great dad. I, he's the only one that visits my brother. Only one. It's not even his fucking son. And he's the one that got his ass kicked the most for my brother. Broken ribs, fucking black eyes. Like, like no shit, I'd leave too. This isn't even my fucking son. I adopted this, sh- this fucking guy when he was eight. 
Six years later, he's beating the shit out of me. You know what I mean? We're rumbling in front of the goddamn front of the house and cops are coming. All the neighbors are looking at me. I got to tell my officer that my son kicked my ass. He's not even my son. Like, uh, mind you, I'm telling my my dad has never told me this. This is me talking for my dad right now. This is me writing my dad's story in front of you right wow. now. He never told me this. This is what I observed. You know what I mean? So I get it. I told my dad that. I go, I get it, dad. I understand. I would have fucking left too. It's not my kid. But I also told him, I go, I just want you to know I was hurt. You know what I mean? I was like looking for a dad. Do you think you need to have sort of a shitty life or need to get a lot of rejection yes. to be successful? No, no. <laughs> um, Do you have to have some kind of flaw? I mean, I, mean, I think I think that that when my dad left I, I and my mom had to work long hours and no one was at home and I just buried myself in stand-up you know like it's like that truman show part the beginning of truman show where he just watches tv and then he just becomes part of that tv world like that was really me man i literally would sit in front of the tv and just watch stand-up left and right i couldn't stop i was addicted go to video stores and just rent any kind of stand-up comedy i was i was in love with it did you ever like get like were you ever how long did it take to get rid of nerves to get rid of like I'm shitting my pants to get rid of like oh my god can I do this how before you were completely confident in what you were doing when I was completely confident in talking about my life instead of just being like this fucking comic that's just trying to be funny uh that took me about 10 years it took me about 10 11 years and Jamie Masada god bless you Jamie over at the laugh factory the owner he's the one that was like you have to talk about your mom because I'd always do it upstairs, uh, you know, upstairs in the Laugh Factory. Like, I would always joke around and tell stories about my mom or, or what my mom did. And, and Jamie was like, my God, buddy, that's so funny. Like, you got to talk about your mother. And then I, and I was like, I know I want to. Like, I even had jokes written, but I was just so scared. Jamie goes, you can't do any more jokes. You just go up and talk about your mother. And he, and he goes, and if you don't, then I won't put you up. What? That's what he did for me. Yeah. Seriously. And so I, I, would MC, I would MC shows and be so mad because I wanted to do my go-tos and crush. You know what I mean? I wanted to like fucking light that crowd up, but I couldn't. And it'd be sold out, man. And it changed your whole It changed act. everything. Changed everything, yeah. And they started laughing. Slowly. At first, they weren't getting anything. But I understood why because I was doing like shitty Filipino jokes. You know what I mean? I wasn't telling a story. I wasn't being the conversation guy. That I was upstairs. Jesus Christ. All right. So you were one of the guys like Harlan and Bobby Lee. Who said, Harlan was already. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying that they got me to do stand up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you said, come well, to the I ice house. I told you to do it too, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You were one of those guys. And you said, come to do the ice house. And I'd never done it. I mean, you were the second time I'd ever done it. Yeah. And I went up and did 10 minutes scared. And I did my fucking thing or whatever. And you go, how did you feel? Yeah. I go, I, I felt pretty good. I thought. And you, your note was, you know, it, it's really, it, you know, you're like, tighten it up. Get yeah. to the joke faster. Get yeah. to this. You know, cut the fat. Cut the fat. Cut the fat. Which is like, you know, I'm brand new to this. So I started listening to you, and I started going up and Comedy Store and Laugh Factory and all these things. And do you know the one thing that most people probably would have been like, "Oh my God, yes, Jamie Masada." I went up at the Laugh Factory one night, and he had never seen me, and I did 20, 25 minutes. I'm not tooting my own horn. He took me aside and said. How long have you been doing this? I go, a couple months. He goes, you have, you've got this. Oh, nice. Not many people I say that to. You, you've got this. You've got to keep coming up here and doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah. You've got this. I want to see you here all the time. Oh, nice. And I looked at him and I go, okay. And I was terrified. Really? Uh, that's, that's what, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I've only been up a couple of times since. Really? It scared me so much that he thought I was good where I just wanted to always prove myself. It's not that I was like I was there. Yeah. He was just saying you have that potential. You yeah. have that. You see it. And I was just like, oh, my God. That yeah. means the next time I'm up on stage I'm on, in front of him, I have to be better than I was. Ah, that was that's in that's my, your what, mentality. Why, huh? What is that? I don't know. that We all do that, though. What is comics. that? I don't know. Comics, like, we're the worst critics, man. But why do I do that? Why do I? Why we do I, all do it. I'm with you on that. I can see why you you have that fear. I got scared. Like, oh my god, he says I'm great. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to prove that. But I, he didn't say was... you're great. He says you're potentially going to be great. He sees it already. He says you have it. You have. I it. see it. Yeah. So now hone it. Yeah. That's what he said to me. And look at you. Yeah. I I, I kind of I kind of quit, and you kept going. <laughs> well, I was doing other shit, but I was like, I was doing it for fun. But I I I do love it. But it is a look. Not it's not for everybody. 
It's not for the faint of heart. It is the scariest thing, and especially if you're doing it in Hollywood in front of all these people who are snobs. Uh, or like, yeah. And especially when you're going up with Joe Rogan and Joe Coy and all these big names out there and Chris D'Elia, and you're going up, and I'm going right in the middle of these fuckers with no experience. I, was, I had explosive diarrhea and was throwing up almost every night. I was a mess. I couldn't sleep. I was in fight or flight all the time. Damn. I could understand why people have a drink before they go on. I don't understand that. Why? Actually, okay. I used to throw about three beers before I used to go on stage, so I'm not going to lie. I'll stop. But it was when I, 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 that's back in the day when I used to record myself a lot. I don't know why I would record myself because I would never watch it, but I always would press record before I went on stage. And then one night I wanted to watch it because I remember I was riffing off the crowd and I remember I, I, there was something I did that was really funny and I wanted to see it. You know what I mean? And when I played it back, I was slurring. That's the ugliest shit I've ever seen. Like it was like watching a drunk, the drunk funny guy, and I I didn't want to be that guy. Oh. So now I don't drink at all. So what you don't th- even bring liquor to the green room. I don't. So what you thought was funny when you watched it back sober, you realized that's I not was funny. Drunk. I was a drunk. I was a clown. This guy. This funny. guy's going nowhere. Is what yeah. you thought. Yeah. It looked bad. I had the beer. I kept grabbing it because I had it on the stool. Like I, I guess I thought that's what a comic is supposed to look like. You know what I mean? How do you go your own way? How do you fucking say, is it a combination of, of, of little moments where Jamie Masada says, mom jokes, stop with the other, just the regular jokes. Is there moments along the way that transition you or mold you into yeah. who you become? Well, I the thing is, I, I don't want to give Jamie 100% credit. Because I was already writing mom jokes. You know what I mean? I was already doing it. But it if it wasn't Jamie telling me that I couldn't do anything else but the mom jokes, I don't think I don't think I'd be where I am right now. You know what I mean? He really like forced it down my throat. Cause I would have probably kept leaning back, you know, and just go to my go to's, my my crowd pleasers. And uh and man, he made me walk into that flame pretty hard. Uh, yeah, and, and that's what I knew when when I started Telling the story, that's when I knew it was funny. That's when I was like, oh, I got this. This is this is good. I love it. And plus, it was a real story. That's what I loved the most. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm going to tell every story. And I, and I, I man, it, 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 I was just vomiting jokes. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just coming naturally. And then, and then my son. And then I was like, oh, if I can do that, I can talk about my son. And then I started doing my son stuff. What does he want to do? I, I know for a fact my son wants to be in the creative space. So that's why I'm not mad at him at school because I can't get mad at you for failing history when I failed every class. Yeah. And you have my brain. You definitely have my brain. I see it. You know. So I told him. I go, but can you at least just get through this? Just get through it because you need it. You definitely need a diploma. Just you know get, what I mean? get through it. And, and you need to learn discipline. You know what I mean? Because when you go to the workspace, there's going to be people that are worse than teachers. You know what I mean? They're going to ask you to do assignments. So at least learn that. Learn that muscle. You know what I mean? Be average. Because whatever it is that you have creatively, you're going to be above average. You're going to be fucking far more superior than anybody else that went to college, got a doctor and what a doctorate or whatever. Whatever the fuck it is that you guys got, I, I have the same thing in stand up. Right. I crush you. This is my fucking degree. This has been incredible. I, I, you know, what's funny is I always do this to Rob. I'll go, you know, I, I know Joe. I, I was on his podcast, the Koi Pond. Uh, Adam Corolla produces it. You guys have been working together for a while. Yeah. The guy sells that. We haven't seen each other in a long time. But right when you get here, I feel like there's, it's just family. It really does feel like that. Immediately, I just felt like I just, oh my god, I want to squeeze you. I, I know. Fucking, and then like you're so open, and I can talk to you for hours. I, I love it. I, I love. I, I remember the first time we met. It was just like it was like you were like my brother. I remember we were just like how me and my brother were back you know and I mean? forth, just, just laughing back at and each forth. other. Because I get a I kick it. out of you. Yeah, <laughs> I really get a kick out of you. I'm, I, I'm like Dean Martin. Yeah, you know that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Rob, do you know that song? No. Is that a word? I get a kick out of you. You don't know that song? Sing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. I get a kick out of you. Oh, you give me a boot. Fuck it. Um, anyway, listen. So what do we got? We got how many Netflix? You have two more you're going to be doing? Yeah. And you have how many on? You have one Netflix on now. one Netflix. That's the one That's that we've been favorite. talking about. Yeah. The one that the, the, you guys got to watch if you haven't seen this. Everybody check this out. Um, you're always on tour. 
I mean, yeah. what's your what's your Instagram? What's your Twitter? So these guys can follow you and see your stand up wherever they are in the country. J O K O Y. Everything. J O K O Y. Joe Coy. Yeah. And you got the Koi Pond still? Koi Pond, yes. You still doing that every week or uh, when you can? Can you come back on? Would you have me? I would be honored. Dude, I love doing your show. Again, it's like one of these things where it just. That was one of the best pods that I've ever had. Really? Yeah, I told you that when you left. I was like, dude, this was fucking amazing. It was. It's just so easy. Like this, this is one of my favorites, dude. If not my favorite, because it's like. I'm sorry I got so deep. I wanted to be funny with you tonight. It probably is my favorite because of how deep you got. When you honestly can just let go and just talk to somebody and something happens. That's fucking life, man. It's not like, hey, man, here's what I'm doing, and like, I'm 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 a fake person. This is like, this is why people love you because you're a genuine dude, and somebody who can emote like that to me is just like, come on, ah, love you. We should all be like that. Why don't you cry, Rob? I'm not allowed to tearless. He doesn't have tear ducts. He had it removed. (laughs) He had it removed at 14. Is that true, Rob? Is it true? Do you cry? No, not often. No. When's the last time you cried when your baby was born? I didn't cry then. Nah, he didn't care. Do you cry when you orgasm? Yeah. Yeah. It's the only time I cry. Because it hurts. It hurts. Penis tears. Penis tears. Penis tears. Joe Coy, you can find him everywhere. Please watch the Netflix special. He's got two more coming out. You're going to be a big fan of his. I know it. I'm a big fan of his. Thank you for allowing me to be inside of you, my friend. I love you, man. I love you, too. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.